0: I got to sit down and chat with Kate, who is an Australian outdoor lifestyle family photographer. We chat about why Kate doesn't care what her family's weird sessions and how that has created success for her business. It was such a fun and fresh take on styling families, and I really enjoyed the conversation. We get so caught up in having these picture-perfect moments that sometimes we lose sight of what it's all about. Which is our clients and telling their unique and personal story so i hope you enjoy this episode and are inspired to try something different welcome to the capture the chaos photography podcast my name is brittany renee i'm a family and newborn photographer and new future photography bff and cheerleader i'm pulling back the curtain to show you what it looks like to run a full-time photography business we talk about the business side and the heart of photography. Right now, your business probably feels like confetti on the floor after a birthday session, a bit of a mess. Your life is busy, chaotic, and it is filled with joy. If you're ready to build a business that fits into that wonderful life, you're in the right place. Throw in a load of laundry, pour yourself some coffee or a glass of wine, I'm not judging, and edit some photos. Let's get ready to grow.
1: I have Kate here with me. Kate, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kate, and I'm a 42-year-old single mum to Oakley and Piper, who will be four and seven this month. I live 30 miles outside of Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. And for those in the US that don't know much about Australia, Melbourne's got a population of about 5 million. So I think it's about twice the size of Chicago and 20% of the total population of Australia lives here in melbourne Whoa. um prior yeah so it's one in five people so that's it's, crazy okay we have a much smaller population than. but the also US. that makes
0: sense why i feel like everyone i've ever heard of that's from australia is from melbourne mel is it mel melbourne
1: melbourne melbourne uh, or Sydney. <laughs> okay and uh, not to be confused with melbourne in florida <laughs> so Uh, previously I was a police officer and a detective for 15 years and then two years ago started my photography business and I specialize in outdoor sessions in the local forests and gardens in the area where I live
0: that's awesome um so you specialize you specialize in families babies what's your who's your usual Uh, audience
1: so predominantly families and extended families. About a third of my shoots are multi households, um, but I joke around and say, "You know, I'll photograph your car as long as it's in the forests or the gardens." So, oh, I so do really, you just lawns. you just want it to be out in those in those in the nature, really? Yeah, really. Like my niche is
0: the location as opposed to the client. I like that. That's a kind of a twist in things because you know we're. I'm really driven for like, I'll shoot anywhere as long as it's families. And so it's really interesting to be a niche in um, like a location. And I like, cause you know, it it drives the way your photos look more so than who's in your photos. What, yeah. where yeah. you're taking the photos honestly is a big um, factor in how your photos look. So that's, I really like that take. So when you're helping prep your client's, mostly families, do you give them any kind of styling advice?
1: No, in short. Um, I don't style. Um, and one of my slogans for my business is that I'm for kids who wear gumboots, mums who wear jeans, and those that hate to be photographed. So in 2022, I photographed 87 sessions, and of those 87 one family sent me photos of their outfits to get my opinion. Um, I'm a total dag I'm ai live in jeans and leggings and I actually have it on my website that I am not a fashion guru. Why don't you give any give any guidance? I do give some guidance but it's probably different to what a lot of other photographers give. So for a long time, I didn't have a style guide or a what to wear or anything. And then last year, after I had two dads, dads, not mums, in the space of 24 hours calling me about what to wear, I thought, all right, I give in. I'm reluctantly going to write something. Um, But my style guide is very pragmatic. Um, It's 10 dot points. And an example of one of my dot points is wear well-fitting underwear that doesn't hang out when you get active. So (laughs) I I talk about the shoes, I talk about the underwear. I'm not giving examples of, hey, wear this dress or, hey, wear these half a dozen colours. It's just practical. Um, And I was looking at that what-to-wear guide this morning And because there's 10 dot points, I'd done 10 collages and colour swatches from clients I had photographed in 2021. And when I looked back at them, 8 out of the 10, the family or someone in the group is wearing either blue or black jeans or denim. Mm. So it's very true to that slogan of, you know, for mums who wear jeans. And in conversation with clients, I keep it very general and if they ask me, it's it's interesting you said about, you know, being kind of pushed in a certain direction. If they ask me, you know, hey, should I wear option A or option B, I turn it back on them and say, what makes you feel good? Which is your favourite? Because no. often they just want that endorsement from me, that mm-hmm. it's okay to be themselves. Um, I photographed a family before Christmas who were from Ukraine And they wanted to wear their traditional shirts um, and to sort of finish what was an awful year for their country on a positive note. And the mum messaged me and she's like, oh, I've got two pairs of jeans. See, she was jeans. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got dress jeans or I've got some with like ripped knees. Which should I wear? And I said, which makes you feel good about yourself? She's like, oh, the ripped jeans, even though they're not fancy. Wear those. Be comfortable. Um, So I do give guidance, but it's not fashion guidance. It's very practical Uh and about comfort. So why don't you care what they wear? It's a really good question. And it's evolved over the last two years since I started my business. And it's become more central to my messaging. Um, In the beginning, probably like all of us, I was just happy to have someone or anyone booking me. So I I didn't care what they wore. Just. They were paying me and that was enough. And over that first year, I really worked out that my ideal clients were outdoorsy, pragmatic parents. They were the sessions I enjoyed. They were the sessions that went really easily. And I also was working a lot with special needs families. So you know, predominantly um, children either with a um, ADHD or on the autism spectrum. And so for those kids often just getting there is hard enough. Mm-hmm. Often there's sensory issues. Um, I photographed one family that year with three children on the spectrum and they wouldn't wear anything but tracksuits, um, so like sports pants. But they were there and they were happy and we got photos that the mum didn't think would be possible. So it just became more and more apparent to me that the clothing wasn't going to matter. And personally, I'm really into like low consumption, recycling. My kids wear hand-me-downs. You know, I really like to have a sound environmental focus. So it's sort of fitted with all of that as well. And yes, a client closet can be one way maybe to address that environmental thing. So people aren't buying an outfit and wearing it once. And as I moved into the second year of my business and was reviewing the whole idea of, all right, I'm getting clients. This is going to become a sustainable thing. Do I need to start styling? Do I need to do a client wardrobe? And it became really clear to me that I hate shopping, so much so that when I met my now ex-husband, it was in my online dating profile that, Chadston, which is the biggest mall in Melbourne, is my worst nightmare. <laughs> so I hate shopping. And I'm like, if I go down that path of giving fashion advice, I'm going to feel like a fraud Yeah, because that's not my thing. And I thought about it. You see so many posts in the photography groups about people messaging or sending photos of their outfits and asking the photographer for advice. And I thought, you know what, if I go down that path, it's just going to irritate me. If I've got someone messaging me at nine, 10 o'clock at night saying, should I wear the pale blue or the sky blue? It's going to annoy (laughs) me. I don't care. I'm not into fashion. I would rather put the time and effort into other things with my ideal clients um, rather than into the styling. And in reflecting on it all, I actually realized that the group of mums or families who are like me and are not into fashion don't really care about what they wear that they're in jeans and gum boots they're not actually being served by the market wait pause what are what are you calling saying gum boots gum boots what are those gum gum boots um rain boots oh, okay okay okay
0: we talked about before I started recording about um, the different terminologies. She was, I think I've translated everything and I told her I would stop if I ever, if there was a word that I didn't know and
1: I've never heard of gumboots. So, but it makes yeah, sense so, they the reverie, so gum, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I pretty much wear them in every session myself and often my idea clients will wear gumboots because we're out in the mud, we're in the forest. So yeah, I identified that these clients were not being served by the market and that that would be a way that I could differentiate myself. Um, and it's just become more and more central to my brand over the last 12 months.
0: I, I love that, honestly, because... So how has not caring what they wear and like starting to... Tar- not starting. So how has this, this translated for your client satisfaction?
1: I increasingly now get clients... Because I do a phone call with every client. Um And increasingly they say to me that they've contacted me because I'm showing real people on my website. So the jeans and the boots and that everyday clothing is on my banner image. It's on my homepage. It's all through my portfolio. When I'm talking to the mums, because let's face it, it's nearly always the mums who are doing the booking with us. Quite a lot of them, without me prompting them, say that, when they were showing different options to their partner, that the dads liked my portfolio because I show casual photos, because it's playful, and they make comments about, oh, yeah, I can just be myself. You know, I don't have to dress up and be someone I'm not. Um, And I've figured out that my clients are not on Instagram. Um, They are not Instagram mums most of them are really low maintenance. And I often say that I might not be the photographer for you if you have, you know, long hair extensions, fake lashes, fake nails. I mean, it's joking, but those sort of people are probably not going to be a good match for me. Uh, And what I find, because my actual slogan of my business is play, move, explore. So I'm really into the, the nature play during my sessions and getting out, you know into the bush. And because they are just wearing everyday clothes, clients don't generally care that much about getting dirty or having the kids roll down hills or splashing in water. Um, I photographed my first wedding in October out in the forest. It was a micro wedding. And at the end of it, they actually were wearing gumboots. So the rain boots, um, because we've had so much rain. In fact, it poured rain for the entire two hours of their wedding, and most brides would probably freak out. But that had actually been her wish um, when she first contacted me. She said, "I dream of marrying in the rain," and boy, did she get rain! <laughs> but at the end of it, they were both wearing gum boots, and there were all these pad- puddles. So they actually were jumping in muddy puddles like little kids, oh, doing a was trash the dress. So fun. It was so perfect for this particular couple. Um, and my focus is about how the session feels and the memories, not how you look. And so I find that actually by messaging to these sorts of people and attracting these clients, it's really easy with editing. You know, I rarely get complaints or requests. And I see in photography groups, you know, all these posts from others where, clients are complaining about wrinkles or in their dress or about their neckline or about their hair but I don't tend to get that issue because they're not the sorts of people that I've targeted and that are attracted to my brand so in that sense it makes my job easier and I think in the industry there's this perception and whether it's more broad or whether it's just amongst us photographers but I think there's a perception that You're a better or a more established photographer if you have a client closet. And those that have one, they talk about it all the time. You see it in their socials, you see it in the groups, you see it on their website copy. Those that don't go down that path and don't style clients say nothing. And so I think the big takeaway and what I've found in my business is that you can use what you don't do as a marketing angle just as much as what you do do. That's so interesting.
0: Um, I love this idea of, you know, just letting them be who they are and not, you know, it kind of goes into what I always say that there's always a client for every different type of photographer, right? Like, so when people get out there and they're, they're just defeated because they're the industry is just so oversaturated and that's just not true. It's just that you're looking at it as a whole you haven't figured out what makes you special yet you're trying to do what everyone else is doing you're doing what's popular you have you need to find what makes you special and I can only imagine if you were out there trying to be just like everybody else and doing all these like flowy dresses and one going against the grain of who you are as a person but you're finding this whole entire different beautiful clientele that you're able to showcase it makes you happy it makes them happy And they're probably seeking you out because of exactly what you offer and what your heart,
1: like what is in your heart, right? Absolutely. And don't get me wrong, when I get on Instagram or I get in the photography groups and I look at styled, you know, flowy dresses and boho felt hats, I have my moments of doubt. You know, am I doing the right thing? Would it elevate my brand if I went down that path? But I just have to keep reminding myself to be true to what makes me feel good Mm -hmm. Um, and it is the case that people are seeking me out now Um, I did a maternity session just before Christmas three or four weeks before and they traveled from the other side of Melbourne um, you know over an hour to come to me and when she first contacted me she said I don't wear makeup or do my hair I can see on your website that you photograph normal people so is that going to be okay that I don't wear makeup I'm like of course that's that's fine that's who you are yeah. um and you'll beautiful whether you do or you don't you absolutely don't have to conform you know? go and get a professional makeup artist um and I think it's so true like finding your people you know I'm in a city of five million most of us need what 80 or 100 clients a year I did 87 last year Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so you only need to find that number of people who you can gel with so the more layers that you get to your niche and to your messaging and your marketing the more likely you are to get that ding 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 when someone's surfing the web and they're like yes that that's my person Um, whereas if you play it safe keep it general and speak to everyone, Mm -hmm. no one will hear you. So I say back yourself, niche and niche again, and then get some messaging, get a slogan, talk about it over and over and over in all of your copy. Mm -hmm. And that's what will bring your people to you.
0: I 100% agree with you about, you know, niche. And I think that some people think that niching is like, oh, I can only do families or I can only do, um newborns or I can only do this to that. It it's not necessarily about the types of sessions. It's about where you do your sessions. It's about what your sessions look like, what they feel like, um, and just the type of person that's attracted to them. So I mean I do family, newborn, maternity, um, sometimes I'll do seniors, sometimes I'll do couples, I'll do a lot of things, but it's all like under the same umbrella of type of person just like yours is under the same umbrella of this energy energetic playful exploring type of person and here's the deal at the end of the day these people are paying us right they're they're giving us money and whose photos are they
1: their photos absolutely (laughs) like it's what their photos it's not about What's going to be consistent for my portfolio, or what's mm-hmm. going to look good scrolling on Instagram? Um, and I love it when they turn up and they explain to me that it's a sentimental clothing item that they're mm-hmm. wearing, or that you know, that's the top that little Susie just refuses to take off. Yeah. Um, because that's what they'll look back and will invoke Great. feelings. Um, I did a session in December, and the little girl that they had three children. The little girl was actually in her nightdress when they turned up. She'd refused to get dressed. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, well, that actually just happens to be the same colours as what everybody else is wearing. And then at one point she did actually say that she would put her dress on and we did that. And then 10 minutes later I was photographing, I think it was the mum and dad, and I turned around and she'd taken it off and yeah. was in her underwear. In her singlet <laughs> and we just kept photographing because they said oh that's so typical of her she's yeah. always taking her clothes off well that's what we'll photograph because that's yeah. what you'll remember about this time I mean that's what
0: it really it's about it's not about having a pretty portfolio it's about giving them something to hold when this moment has passed so that they can look at it and remember it oh and absolutely I, I love that I love that thank you so much for sharing this information with us and I love your take on things and it's so fresh or refreshing it's really refreshing to hear someone because you know I do have a client closet it's all recycled clothes that is mostly dresses I do like to photograph dresses I love the movement um but I'm not about these huge well sometimes sometimes I like a huge like really gaudy dress but that you know I, I just have things that I want people to feel comfortable in um and you know at the end of the day I think that's what it's all about so I really appreciate you for sharing this this take with us
1: no thank you for having me
0: as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I would love to hear from you. Be sure to send me a message on Instagram at Brittany Renee underscore photo. And don't forget to join the new Facebook community, facebook.com slash Capture the Chaos Community. See you there.